Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedda from the Comment and Analysis Desk. The VIX Index was designed as a mathematical measure of market movements, but it became known as Wall Street's fear gauge and was closely watched in the financial crisis. Now, says Robin Wigglesworth, it's evolved as a platform for playing market psychology with high-risk trading strategies. And there's a mystery about VIX. Why have the index and the markets stayed remarkably tranquil recently, even as political and economic risks have grown? Some worry that if volatility returns... VIX could play its part in turning that to turmoil, Robin says. In 1992, a Bob Dylan-loving finance professor called Robert Walley uprooted his family from the US and moved to a tiny hamlet in bucolic Burgundy. There, he spent six months laying the groundwork for the finance industry's most popular representation of terror. Its formal name is the Chicago Board Options Exchange Volatility Index, or VIX for short. But for thousands of traders, investors and financiers, it eventually became known as Wall Street's fear gauge, a clean numeric representation of how relaxed or horrified financial markets are. Volatility was once merely a mathematical measure for investors of how sharply markets moved around. But today, it's a complex, multi-billion dollar market in its own right, played by everyone from sophisticated hedge funds to gum-chewing day traders. And VIX has become a rock star index, even inspiring a best-selling thriller about an artificial intelligence-powered hedge fund called VIXAL4 that runs amok. But VIX is also one of the finance industry's biggest enigmas. This should be a moment of potential peril for markets, with the US interest rates rising, heightened geopolitical tensions and a populist outsider in the White House. Yet the VIX index has remained largely tranquil. Despite nudging higher last week, if the current performance is sustained, the gauge's average level this year will be the lowest in its 24-year history. Adam Sender, the head of the hedge fund Sender Company and Partners, says, The big mystery of the year has been the disconnect between the chaos in Washington and the calmness in markets. In part, VIX has been becalmed because the US stock market has also been remarkably placid. The S&P 500 recently enjoyed its longest run of avoiding big drops of more than 1% in over two decades. But the evaporation of volatility also reflects profound structural changes that have taken place since the financial crisis, such as the primacy of central banks and the big shift into exchange-traded funds. Yet this tranquility is unnerving some analysts, who fear that it has nurtured a panoply of trading strategies that could unravel if volatility returns to normal. Some analysts even fret that VIX, supposedly a helpful canary in the coal mine for investors, could contribute to market turmoil given an unfortunate confluence of circumstances. Peter Chair, an analyst at Breen Capital, said in a recent note, There is one thing that Wall Street does with uncanny frequency. 
it turns a good and profitable product into something dangerous as its life cycle goes on. I think selling volatility is becoming more commonplace and that it poses a potential danger. Christopher Cole was toiling away deep inside Merrill Lynch's New York office, arranging complicated debt structures for pension funds and insurers when he fell in love with volatility. When he first started trading on the side of his day job, the chartered financial analyst naturally gravitated towards the approach of value investors, such as Warren Buffett. But when Mr. Cole started dabbling with VIX derivatives in 2006, he knew he'd found his calling. He says, Volatility is the rawest form of playing market psychology. And his timing was fortuitous. In 2007, the US housing downturn began rattling markets. And by 2008, a financial crisis had erupted. For Mr. Cole, astute bets on volatility paid off handsomely, allowing him in 2009 to quit his job to set up Artemis Capital Management, a volatility-focused hedge fund that says it now manages $150 million. We were literally born out of the crisis, Mr. Cole says. It felt very good at a period like that to take chaos and turn it into something positive. Mr. Cole's exploits show how volatility has blossomed into a tradable asset. The derivatives he began trading in 2006 had only been around since 2004, and the first ETFs linked to VIX were introduced only in 2009 and 10. But today, volatility is a vibrant, complicated asset class in its own right. According to Edward Tilley, the chairman and chief executive of SIBO, it's a pretty amazing ecosystem. First, a quick explainer of what VIX is. SIBO's volatility index reflects the weighted average prices of options on the S&P 500 index, the biggest US equity gauge. These options are a kind of derivatives. One can give buyers either the right but not the obligation to buy an underlying index from individual stock at a certain price, which is called a call or they can give them the right to sell the asset at a pre-read price, which is a put. VIX is calculated using the prices of S&P 500 puts and calls that mature in roughly 30 days. It is structured so that if investors expect the S&P 500 fluctuations to average 1% a day for the next month, the VIX level is about 20, roughly its long-run average, whilst 40 implies a 2% moves. This year, it averaged a depressed 11.7%. Now, no one can actually trade the spot or current level of VIX itself, as it merely reflects a bundle of underlying derivatives. But SIBO has nurtured a derivatives market based on the index itself. From 2004, investors could trade VIX futures, another popular derivative instrument, and from 2006, they could trade VIX options. In practice, a futures contract is one of the oldest contracts in civilization. It is merely an agreement between two parties to sell an asset at a pre-agreed price and time, whether it is a cow, a bale of hay, or a financial instrument. VIX futures allow investors to bet on volatility with contracts that should rocket in value when the stock market tumbles. More recently, financial engineers have used these VIX futures to develop a cornucopia of exchange-traded products that allow investors to bet on or against the index. Their popularity has exploded in recent years. In fact, the VXX ETP was the fifth most actively traded security in the US stock market last year. And an even more leveraged cousin, the UVXY, was the 10th most traded security, according to Credit Suisse. However, this is a development that the index's inventor is unhappy about, 
given structural flaws that make these products ill-suited for retail investors. Constantly buying new futures is costly, and the VIX futures are typically in contango when longer-term contracts are more expensive than near-term ones. In practice, this means that VIX ETPs are most of the time slowly bleeding to death. Professor Wally says, The idea is a good one, but the issue I'm concerned about is the packaging of VIX derivatives into retail products. It's a market integrity issue. I worry about the social purpose of it. We're just giving people something volatile to gamble on. Indeed, since 2010, almost $16 billion, mostly from retail investors, have flowed into various ETPs that bet on increases in VIX, according to Deutsche Bank. But only $2 billion remains, with a balance vaporised by the product's complex structure. If you had invested $1 million in the first one when it launched in 2009, you'd have less than $600 today, according to macro risk advisors. However, betting on falling volatility has trounced the returns of pretty much everything since the crisis. Hedge funds typically do this by selling long-term VIX futures on the expectation that the spot price will usually end up being lower, allowing them to pocket the difference. The biggest short VIX ETP that mimics this has handed investors gains of almost 900% since the end of 2011. Known by its ticker XIV, it is the world's 34th most traded equity, with a daily volume of $818 million, according to Bloomberg, making it more actively traded than the stock or market stalwarts such as Chevron or Pfizer. But why is VIX so calm? And how can betting on tranquility have been such a money spinner in a turbulent post-crisis era? Well, the reality is that the index has not been out of kilter with actual realised volatility, which has also been remarkably subdued since 2009, for a series of reasons. Most analysts attribute this to central banks spraying markets with monetary stimulus whenever turbulence threatens to return, backstopping investors and encouraging them to see every tumble as a buying opportunity. Mr. Cole says, There is an entire generation of traders that have only known the buy-the-dip error. This then becomes a self-reinforcing prophecy that we even embed into markets with automated trading algorithms. There have also been torrential outflows from traditional mutual funds into passive investment vehicles like index trackers and ETFs, which means that the entire US stock market waxes and wanes in unison, subduing individual stock volatility. Indeed, this year's somnolence has come as ETF inflows have kicked up another notch. The post-crisis explosion of corporate buybacks has also served to dampen volatility. Companies have repurchased more than $2 trillion of their own shares in the past five years, providing a vital pillar of support for the broader stock market. And finally, VIX is also subdued by technical factors. Hedge funds and increasingly institutional investors keen to juice up returns are consistently betting on the index staying somnolent over the long run. This then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy as the selling of VIX futures and options drives down the price of these contracts. Mr. Cole says, VIX isn't broken, it's the market that's broken. VIX is like a guy who's getting divorced and losing his job, but he's still coming into work. He's sitting there and seemingly calmly doing his job but beneath the surface, the stress is there. Many analysts are worried that the markets are too sanguine about the prospect of renewed turbulence, and the damage that could wreck on complacent investors who have been betting on continued calmness. 
Mr. Cole compares the temptation of lucrative, low-volatility bets with the sirens of Greek mythology, whose irresistible song lured sailors to their doom. He says, The siren call of risk is at its most powerful when we're at the point of maximum danger. We can probably get a little bit closer, but we're a lot closer to that point than before. For people betting on tranquility, the pain can be intense when turmoil erupts. For example, the XIV ETP may have been a money machine over the past five years, but it dived almost 50% in just three torrid trading days in late August 2015. It lost almost 10% just last week. Volatility flickered back. Post-crisis bursts of turbulence have typically been short-lived. But if the Pacific period ends, some analysts are concerned it could cause wider carnage. Investors who bet on low volatility would suffer damaging losses and be forced to cover their exposure by shorting the broader market. And that would in turn push stocks even lower and volatility higher again, sparking a negative feedback loop. This is beginning to unnerve some big investors who might suffer collateral damage. Michael Roberge, the co-chief executive and chief investment officer of MFS, a $450 billion investment group that invented the mutual fund nearly a century ago, says... It's inevitable. We just don't know the timing. There are so many people selling volatility that when it turns, they will be hurt. Volatility is like a spring. The more compressed it becomes, the more energy it has when it's released.